0: No better thing to talk about strata levies on Valentine's Day. What perfect timing. Stay tuned. We're going to cover the debt trap on strata levies.
1: Good morning, Jens. Happy Valentine's, first of all. It's happy Valentine's, day for Billy. Some. For others, it's a normal day. <laughs> but, oh, happy um, Cricket's
2: on. Big, big day for Hallmark.
1: Super Bowl's on. Look, it, nevertheless, it's got something for everyone. Super Bowl, House of House of Gucci I
0: watched on a Saturday night. Very good movie. Go and see it.
1: That's it. Um, but thanks for joining us, Andrew, the um, branch manager of Brighton Duggan, one of the largest strata management companies in our area. We work very closely with them um, as they look after a number of properties we also manage. Thanks for coming on.
2: Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It was an uh, interesting topic a couple of weeks ago when uh, I think what was the exact topic, but um, something... Evil Strata Managers. Evil Strata Managers. And uh, so I was a bit perplexed by it, firstly the topic and then some of the themes. But look, I think you got 95% of it right, Mark, so good work on that. Um, but certainly the topic didn't do us any favours.
0: No, I got slapped around for that by... Uh, <laughs> by Mark. He said, said Mark, Body Corporate hasn't... I think she said Body Corporate hasn't been around for 20 Since 1996. years. 1996. Go to 1990. She yeah. said, it's an owner's corporation. I was like, okay, thank you. Well, the, the word
2: strata gets used so interchangeably for strata managers, owner's corporation, uh, levies, like it's, it's – and, and that's, that's confusing. So strata managers are very defined in what they do and as is an owner's corporation, as is a strata committee.
0: All right. So um, well, actually before we get into the big topic, which is um, the debt trap, this is so important for strata. Can you tell me biggest biggest thing you want to correct with people? Would that be what you just said the misconception? Or what's the thing that you you pick up the phone and you always say to people, "No, no, it's not like this; it's like that."
2: Yeah, look, we're um, I guess we're problem solvers. We're not decision makers. Um, a lot a lot of people think that we are um, a call it a, a boundary to them getting what they want done. But look, we what we do, like a property manager, like a sales agent, is defined under the Property Stock and Business Agents Act. Um, so we're, we're very much limited in, in, in our powers. And so we're, we're basically instructed by a strata committee or owners corporation interchangeably. And um, so if there is a delay in us being able to do something for you, it's generally because we're trying to seek permission. Um, so whilst we try and be efficient, um, people's interactions with strata managers seem to be fairly cumbersome, but that's because of the way that the act doesn't give us all the powers that we necessarily need to get stuff done there and then. So that's, um, I, it's, it's a much bigger topic to try and explain than that, but I think that's the core of it. If you don't deal with strata managers day in, day out, people have their um, have their frustrations because what what are they getting from us? They're getting a levy quarterly uh, and they're calling us up when they've got problems. Um, so our interactions are not good ones, But and so people don't really see a lot of value in them. Whereas uh, if we're working really with a strata committee like you've been on um, i think you probably see and understand the value more so that a good strata manager offers
0: yeah definitely definitely and also the um strata managers they're real i guess a great strata manager is just is probably just a great communicator uh they're great negotiator to make everyone happy uh, it's a big bloody job
2: yeah we look at the way i paint successful strata management is um the ability to resource and solve issues like resolve problems like we don't have all the answers but we've got the ability to go out and contact lawyers experts um other consultants builders you name it to try and resource the answers that people need in day-to-day living um in owners corporations so good strata managers they're not sort of firing from the cuff and saying what the answer to this answer to that um, we don't know sort of the all about waterproofing but um, we we are able to um, resource and make contact with all the relevant people um, and that that is a good strata manager like we we sit back we absorb the information and then we give advice and then we let owners corporations make the best decision hopefully um, for the better outcome of everyone in that building and I guess that's another point in that um. People think that we work for them. Um, we work for the owners' corporation, which is the collective body of all owners. So, as you refer to as body corporate, um, and and people sometimes get that wrong. So um, that that's that's another important point. We're trying to work for the the collective outcome of everyone.
0: So, as an example, you may you may have a problem with um, maybe a drainage, maybe a gardening issue where. You want to get that fixed straight away there may be a tree that's in your way or something and you ring up strata and you go I'm, I'm part of the owner's committee you work for me why can't you get this tree cut straight away and you're there saying hang on a sec happy to if everyone agrees got to talk to the committee and that's really a big a big block for people
2: yeah yeah and that's that's simply it like ultimately we're a <laughs> We're the end of the phone call, and we can um, try and get you the the solve on the other end. But you need to bear with us whilst we um, go about that. and And ultimately, you can take us out of the picture. You can talk straight to the strata committee and, and do your bidding that way if you want to do that. And that's another thing people don't want to do.
0: Got it. Now the debt trap of strata. This is a massive one. That I, this is the big topic of today, and I really have wanted to get some professional to talk about this. Um, like yourself because it's just it's a big part of my job when i say strata to people they roll their eyes back and they go like how much are the levies and you go it's really weird because when you say a low levy people go oh that's really good and when you say a high levy they'll go oh shit that's 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 bad but it's almost quite the opposite that i you know and what we'll talk about um, but it's it's because if if you're running a deficient strata low strata levies there's no money in the strata um, you're I'm in a bad you're going to be in a bad way yeah. um, so can you tell us about this debt trap that people can put them in and there's a news article this week that um, that you guys have um, have featured in as well how does, how does low strata high strata well, like what are your pinch points on that.
2: Yeah, look, there's always been, um, I think since the beginning of the time, inclination to not put money into the owner's corporation in that owners would rather have that money in their own bank account uh, and then make a decision to fund works when those are required. And that works really well when you've got a walk up and the only requirements are um, some brick repointing, um, redoing the roof and recarpeting inside. It doesn't work when you've got these massive multifaceted buildings with lifts and car parks and uh, garage doors and and you name it, like hundreds of pieces of um, planned equipment and and cost millions of dollars a year to run in some cases. Um, So that just does not work. And the act is now it has been structured for quite a while, but particularly since 2016, um, around the fact that you need to properly fund owners corporations. So there's still um, owners corporations and strata managers who go around and shop low levies. Um, but I think that's a complete fallacy, um, and and the the tribunal sees through stuff like that as well. Uh, in that, if an owners corporation is not fulfilling its duty to repair and maintain, which is one of the highest duties it has, um, it will appoint compulsory strata managers to manage its affairs, uh, and that means the owners corporation has no powers. The strata manager, well, it might have no powers depending on the nature of the order, um, and the order will say that um, the strata manager, whoever's appointed, will need to go out. Conduct certain works, um, raise levies, regardless of whatever those works cost, uh, and basically just carry out those things because it, it judges the owners corporation to be dysfunctional. So, um, I guess that leads into that article from last week. Uh, it was one of the number one articles on SMH, and it did us no favors as a as a business uh, in that it tarred us um, with the with the issues of the owners corporation effectively. So, um, to I don't know. I won't tell the whole story. Um, you can read the tribunal order if you want. Um, uni lodge broadway is a a very large strata scheme it's made up of um, i think it's about 600 uh, small um, apartments which are basically student accommodation plus a number of commercial lots on the ground floor Um, it's a very old refurbished building um, and it's had um, known issues for a number of years Um, it was judged back in 2020 to be dysfunctional um, in that it had failed to comply with a council order to fix part of the facade and awning um, and I think now the clock tower, it was about $15 to $20 million worth of work um, and they'd spent a million bucks on legal fees um, to stay out of a compulsory management um, after telling the owners corporation it was going to cost a quarter of that. Um, So there'd been a saga um, for a couple of years and then basically the tribunal said, um, you you are dysfunctional and Bright and Duggan were appointed as the compulsory manager for two years. Um, We've since obviously had to assess what work needs to be done under the order um, and start raising money around that. Um, people have started getting the levies for that which they've known about the work for you now four and five years in most cases and if they'd bought in more recently they should have picked that up from searches um they've got their levy notices and they're throwing basically the bananas at us um as the the bad guys um mm-hmm. look unfortunately look we, we we can be tarred with the brush um but look we're just doing our job um as instructed by the tribunal if we didn't do that then we can be sued um so i guess there's no Positives out of this for anyone. Um, the only positive is going to be when A, the work is done, and B, people can just move on with their lives and hopefully make decisions around buying and selling. But I guess to, to add to all that, and the, only, it, the, the article only sort of glanced upon it, um, as, as all unbalanced news articles like to, to do, was that um, we have a point. That we, so we've approached the building committee to give us, uh, David Chandler, some advice around how we're managing that. Um, And we've also explored collective sale options for the owner's corporation in that that might be the best option um, for that building, selling it to a developer, um, other than trying to fix the whole thing.
1: It's tough when you're you're obviously the deliverer of bad news to many, many people. You've got a lot of people interacting with you. Um, I actually found that myself working in property management, you know, working with Strata, and then you sort of relay know as another point of contact back some of the uh, frustrations you're having whilst you're working with uh, you know other people on your end so it's not easy
2: no it's not and um look our our job changes every day i like it because um it is a different sort of job every day and um my day goes very quickly um but it it really does have its challenges and um bad media which doesn't represent the whole picture um doesn't do us any favors like we're striving for uh, professionalism and, and doing a, a better job yeah. by everybody um, and we want to attract really good people into the industry um, and I think for strata which is a large topic to have very small parts of it um, sort of concentrated on as negative doesn't doesn't help the situation
0: and something like something and I've got to say this guys a topic that I I have all the time with with people about strata, you know five months was was A lot of old people are really against um, strata buildings because of strata levies. Very quickly, what exactly does a strata levy consist of? And And the reason I ask this question is I always say to people, the money doesn't get burnt, the money doesn't get buried, and the money doesn't get stolen. When you pay strata and really high strata levies, the money is not going to be stolen, burnt or buried. Where
2: does the money go yeah that's a that's a really good one that i can hopefully answer quite quickly so look using a very simple owners corporation as an example again the vast majority of what you're paying is insurance um so you collectively insure the building um as you know you own airspace and everyone owns the rest of the property in common um so you're you're basically insuring the building which is one of the great requirements of strata and that you do need to be insured um, you're paying for administration. You don't need to have a strata manager, but most owners corporations that are over two lots probably do have one to to assist them. Um you might be paying for a building manager um and then just otherwise just one,
0: you're paying just one second yep. sec on the insurance so the question that we've got here, does insurance um does insurance part of strata vary depending on the quality of the building?
2: Very much so. So whilst uh whilst insurers um some years ago like used to want to insure anything and you get eight different quotes, like you've now got insurers who are running away from buildings as quickly as possible based on defects lack of maintenance um, past insurance claims so all of those things are a perfect storm for you not being able to get insurance if you're not maintaining your building not fixing defects uh, and not otherwise managing your building as well as you possibly can be so yes
0: okay let's double that's why it pulls straight back to uh, what you're saying so what are you paying for when you're paying strata a big part of that is insurance what's the other one
2: So insurance, uh, administration, repairs and maintenance, so basic repairs and maintenance and also um, any uh, management contracts that you might have like cleaning. Um, And then that's your administration fund. Um, There's 20 plus line items in a large building. It might only be six or seven in a small, Uh, but then you go to the capital works fund and that's based on a capital works plan that you're required to update every five years. Uh, And that'll be a deep dive into what your building costs um, to continually um, repair and upgrade. Um, around painting, roof repairs, uh, so all those capital items which which get touched every, might be two years, might be five years, might be 10 years. So that's your your kitty, basically, that you don't touch, that will build up, um, and that will allow people when they're buying and selling to come into a building and say, is that building well-funded? Is it going to be able to meet its obligations when it has to, Uh, or am I going to be asked to um, put my hand in my pocket really quickly um, to have to raise money? Uh, and that's what people don't want to do and the act is structured now to to hopefully stop that happening.
0: And that is your debt trap. that um, is your
2: debt trap, yeah.
0: Yeah. So guys and girls, if you're not if you're not gonna face the music, if you're not gonna listen to your strata manager and the and the people who build it because I would imagine every time you go
1: into a strata meeting you We lost you, Mark.
2: I'm glad that's not my reception. <laughs> um, but yes, every time you go into a strata meeting, if you're not well prepared, you get shot down. If, if that's what the uh,
1: I can the imagine the
2: question was.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a big topic. Um, mark, do you want to repeat your question? We lost you for a sec.
0: I just would imagine that you know when you go into a strata meeting, you're there going, "We need these levies to go up because of the commitments that are in the building." And then i'd imagine everyone in the building is going no 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 we want the levies to go down it would just be a constant arm wrestle um um, is it always an arm wrestle or are some committees really understanding
2: no no no. look we we advocate for everyone doing the right thing and funding buildings properly um and the way in which you do that dependent on owners corporation is very different so we've got some buildings which will want to raise more and more money and like we say you don't need to raise that much money um but that's how they manage their affairs and they'll put them in these large contingencies. And look, they're the best because effectively they make your job a lot easier and that you're not advocating for anything come that general meeting. But then others, it, it is a constant arm wrestle. Like people don't want to put a cent into the owner's corporation. And then they're arguing with you about repairs and maintenance that um, is not being done. So you're just like, well, six yeah. of one and half a dozen of the other, what do you want to do? Um, here's the advice. Uh, you can't do this if you don't do this. Um, like we don't have a pot of gold that we can draw money from, and um, at the end of the day we are administrators and we're we're administrating what we've got in front of us. So we'll give all the advice, um, and effectively if we don't give the advice, we can get in trouble. Um, but owners' corporations make their own decisions as to how they fund their buildings, and that long term has consequences uh, on the upkeep of the building,
0: positive or negative. stuff
1: I think it's probably a lack of understanding. Where most of this goes wrong. Because, like you say, the money's not disappearing in thin air.
2: No, it's, it's there. Like, you can't necessarily get it back unless you decide to um, unanimously resolve to um, give it back to each individual owner. But I guess it, it's all very small pieces of a pie. Like, I'm in a yeah. um, strata townhouse development and I put in my money happily every, every quarter because I can watch the funds grow. Um and I know that down the track when I'm either selling or we're looking to do capital works so that the money's gonna be there and I'm not gonna be paying a four or five thousand dollar special levy um, to get something done, which was foreseeable.
0: It's nuts. I, and and I believe Macquarie Bank does a facility where they will lend money to strata schemes um, as as well. So every time I that sort of makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up.
2: Yeah, look, that's uh, people, (laughs) I think that's the debt trap really, Um, owners corporations can access uh, a line of funding basically from a couple of different providers, including Macquarie. Um, And look, I think it's a really good product in the fact that look, there is some unforeseen stuff that can happen in owners corporations and you need the money there and then. And it's very hard to raise money very quickly in that once you issue a levy, it might be three months before it gets paid. Um, whereas you can take out a line of credit and get the works done. And there is situations where that's required. So I don't know, take the cyclones up in um, Far North Queensland. Um, oh, okay. like you might need to replace a roof straight away. Uh, you can't wait months and months, but if you can get the funding, you do it. Um, so look, I think functionally, they're a really good thing. Um, but yes, they are being sold as if they're a panacea to people that need to replace cladding, for example, who've had the opportunity to raise money for years. Uh, you don't want to put a $10 million loan on the owner's corporation because that is going to yeah have a negative effect for years and years and years.
0: Mate, mm. uh, you've been very, very kind with your time this morning, Andrew. Thank no, you. Thanks ben. for having
2: me, Mark. Thanks, Billy. It was great. <laughs> Yeah, cheers. Any questions, happy to um, receive an email from anyone.
0: Yeah, we'll whack your details in there. We'll, um, we're going to whack that story in there as well. Um, Billy, I think it's in that WhatsApp group um there if we could throw that into the comments section if people want to click on that story you guys were the uh you guys were the knight in shining armor appointed um for that strata committee you didn't uh you weren't driving the ship uh years before they it uh, crashed um but it is interesting and it is complex wow
2: yeah awesome thanks guys
0: thanks heaps cheers have a fantastic day see mark what happened to your head billy why is it so red
1: it was a big weekend for sport. I went to some cricket. Watched the UFC on a rooftop bar. The rest yeah. is history. <laughs> oh I well, I enjoying the watching. Super Bowl. You know what, Mark? I was I forgot my sun cream, so to stay cool at the time I was just sipping G and Ts and beers and yeah, now I've it's all come back to bite me. It's all over it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'd I'd
0: say at least it's going to look good when it goes brown, but it won't. No, it won't.
2: Yeah, I know that full (laughs) well.
1: Enjoy the week.
2: See you guys. Bye. Bye.
1: Ciao.